heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello, and welcome to Healing the Whole Person. We are excited about today. We have one of our regulars with us, Father Bob Sears. You know him well, Jesuit priest, former professor of theology at the Jesuit School of Theology and Pastoral Institute of Loyola University. His emphasis, Father's emphasis, on, is on the relationship between psychotherapy and theology. He is currently a spiritual director, counselor, and writer on various aspects of healing. Father gives workshops and retreats on faith development and healing, especially intergenerational healing. He was a speaker at our recent WSFI Soul Ties Conference at Mundelein Seminary, and he spoke on the healing power of soul ties. I took a lot of notes, Father. It was a wonderful, inspirational talk, or several talks you gave. Um, in, in addition to helping us at WSFI, Father was uh, actively involved in the Catholic Charismatic Renewal and a board member and a past president of the Association of Christian Therapists. He has a website which is a, a really fun to look at. It's www.familytreehealing.com and you can find his various publications and articles. Very, very interesting. So today, Father, I understand you're going to talk about the healing power of joy. What a wonderful topic, Father. Go. <laughs> Thank you, Joan. Yes, yeah, that's a topic that I uh, have been interested in for some time because uh, the Beatitudes of Jesus are really about being happy. Happy are the poor in spirit. Happy. So Jesus doesn't just give uh, directives like commandments. He, he wants us to be happy. And joy is the mark of healing. You know, Scripture has several stories that indicate that that you know when the the woman who lost her coin which uh, scholars say was her dowry that she searched and searched and finally found it and she called all her friends and neighbors in and said rejoice with me I found the coin that I lost so she was the response of finding what she needed was joy and the shepherds who lost a sheep and found it and he gathered all his friends and said rejoice with me for I found the sheep that I lost so God is so happy when he finds the sheep that he loses and, and Jesus at the Last Supper said I've told you this that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete so joy is really the message that he came to bring in fact his announcement was repent and believe and believe what believe the good news that we are to rejoice and so the joy of the Lord is our strength as Nehemiah says we have to understand then what the joy of the Lord is I had to learn this myself it was a kind of a major change for me because I always had grown to believe God was very serious and as a judge he was one who loves yes 
by bearing suffering for us, but in requiring us to suffer in return. And so we had a view that God, you know, was uh, a kind of a commandment giver, but not one who's calling us to joy. So what makes God joyful? <clears throat> well, I had a list of things that I think would make God joyful, and these are some of the things that came to me. And I think what makes him joyful is what also will make us joyful when we get in touch with God. And first of all, is God is Abba, Daddy. He's our Father. And if you've had children or you've grandchildren or nieces or nephews, you know the joy of having a new baby. God is in, rejoices in having us as his children. He rejoices. In fact, he gives us his own life in the Eucharist to nourish us like a mother. And so he rejoices in us as his children. And then, again, God doesn't just give. That's an interesting thing because we think of God as kind of the infinite giver because everything that we have is received from God. But in God, the Son receives the Father's love. And the Son delights in receiving that love. So God is also a receiver. And actually God receives from us and delights in receiving from us. When we say, for example, that we're making some good deed for the Lord and we want the Lord to be happy about it, he is happy about it. <laughs> and he loves to receive from us. In fact, there's some things that we can give God that only we can give, which is our freedom. We can choose. God can't choose for us. So when we choose to let God love us, for example, we make God very happy because that's what parents want from their children, that, that they want the children to receive what they want to give to them. So the son receives everything from the father, and the father gives everything to the son. And so thirdly, then, God is not stingy. You know, Satan made Adam and Eve think, made Eve think anyway, that God didn't want them to be like God. That God was kind of jealous of his power and didn't want them to be like God. And so he said, no, no, you won't die. You'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Well, Satan has a way of twisting everything. And the truth is that God made us like himself. He wants us to be like God. That's the very nature of God, is to want us to be like him. Because love gives and wants us to share. So God is infinitely generous. He gives everything, really. He doesn't hold anything back. He gives everything to the Son, and the Son gives everything back again. The Son delights in receiving it, and the Father delights in receiving the Son's love in return. And their joint love shows another quality of God, that infinite generosity. He wants to share that with more and more people. In God, there is a recipient of God's love who is infinite, like the Holy Spirit, exactly. The Holy Spirit receives the love of the Father and the Son. And he wants, the Holy Spirit wants to share it with many other people who can share the love of God. So there's unlimited people that God is creating in order to receive God's love and to share it. Fourthly, then, God is totally committed. His love isn't, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. 
when God makes a decision, that decision is forever, and his decision is to love us. So there isn't anything we can do to block his love. We can only receive it, and therefore we can say yes to it, and we can live by it and receive his love, and that ultimately is what makes us happy. When we become like God, then we become happy. And then again, then again, God is also passionate. You know, sometimes we think in early, some of the scholars of the law and theologians have said, well, God can't be changed because he's infinite. And a change would mean that something new has to accrue to him. So he can't suffer, but God can suffer because love suffers and God is love. So his love is passionate. It can suffer. It suffers when we don't receive his love. That hurts God because he wants to give us so much and we don't receive it or we can't receive it. And so what does he do? He suffers with us because love doesn't force. So he enters into our suffering and he feels exactly what we feel. That's why Jesus died on the cross. He was showing us that God can suffer with us. So when we go through difficulties, it's not foreign to God. He already has suffered those things with us. And all of these things end up by <clears throat> realizing that God wants to give, wants to create a community that receives his love. And this community that God has created to receive his love is to be forever sharing in that love. And that really is what heals us and saves us. That's why we're happy. That's why the, the shepherd who gathered his friends in to delight with him, why we gather our friends if we get healed, we go out and tell other people about it because we want them to share the joy. We have the same qualities in us that our Heavenly Father has. We also delight in our children, and we delight when they delight in us. And we delight in being healed, both receiving it because of God's great love, and of returning that love to God. And so all of these things are what, in a sense, heal us, because joy is what heals us. We will work better when we are joyful. Our immune system works better. We become creative. I remember one time when I felt, I heard that in Nazareth there is no judgment. And when I heard that, something in me just <laughs> said, I can't believe it. You know, because I was my own worst judge. You know, ever I always checked whether I was doing something right or not. But to hear that there is no judgment in Nazareth, that is, God doesn't judge. He only loves. He brings to light what is needed, but he only loves. And when that love broke through, then something in me broke open. And I was able to, in a sense, bring my whole self into relationship with God because it was safe. God was loving. God also loves us unconditionally. He loves us while we're still sinners. Did you know that? <laughs> I 
I think I knew it in my head, but I didn't know it in my whole being. But when I could take that in, I realized I didn't have to be good. I didn't have to really be anything except open to God's love. And when I could open to God's love, then the healing could flow. And that's what I do now with people. I just listen to them. And when they speak their truth, I receive it. I delight in them and love them just as they are. And I'd like to give that gift to each of you that are listening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Father. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll come back with uh, more talk and questions. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MAT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. My name is Bishop Paul. I'm with the Diocese of the Midwest of the Orthodox Church in America. In terms of Christian Catholic radio, wise and important, I think it's important for radio to get out the Christian message about a view of life, a vision of life that is rooted in our very being as people who are Americans. So it's good to have the radio around to be able to speak to those issues, life issues that are important. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. talking to Father Bob Sears on the healing power of joy. And Father, we have so much here to, to unpack, to, to look at. I have a lot of questions. Um, you know, when you gave your talk at the uh, Healing the Whole Person Conference uh, last weekend, uh, you spoke about um, 
Bill Wilson in AA, and he that he was covering over his primal pain with addiction, which I think many of us cover over our pain or our emptiness or whatever with addictions of one sort or another or or busyness or just filling up our our bucket so we won't be empty. And the solution you said was love, but didn't he have a the a gift of a vision or something that filled him totally and that changed his life? Yes, that's true. He he did have that vision in the hospital and that really changed his life as far as knowing this was the you know the the pastor the one that the preachers were talking about he finally had an experience of god's love right and that's really what began the uh, you know the alcoholics anonymous because it, there's a power greater than ourselves that that we can surrender our life to and that that, that power is taking care of us and then all of the steps of the 12 you know the the 12 steps are the alcoholic anonymous mm -hmm. steps of healing that's true, and uh, what the the issue, however, is that when the wound is very deep, uh, then it can't be dealt with unless we get in touch with it. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, uh, those twelve steps they can be, and some sometimes people, you know, just can't leave the group because they never get totally healed inside. They never mm -hmm. get totally free, and so when that. What I found is with uh, different authors like Arthur Janoff, that we have to relive the primal pain somehow. Mm -hmm. And as we live, relive it with somebody who receives it, then we get at the root, and that can get actually transform us. And that's why I speak very much about getting born again. We have to get born again into the Holy Family, where God's love uh, replaces the inadequate love that we got from our parents. What, what uh, Bill Wilson's parents kind of were separate from him, and he was brought up with his grandparents. And so it's like he never really dealt with that issue, and so he became addicted to, to smoking, and he was womanizer, etc. So there was other things that, that, you know, that worked in his life, but he was given a great grace Mm -hmm. And that's, some of us would never get it totally healed, but that great grace he lived out of, and that's why he helped so many people. So it's not against him at all. It's simply a matter of the, what the depth of the issue is. It's like we have to really get born again out of love, out of God's love. And so, Father, I, I, okay, I, I love everything you're saying, and I understand it. Um, he was given a great grace. What about for those of us who haven't had a vision? Um, and I'm just thinking of my life in the last year. There was a time when I was in a great desert of loneliness and emptiness and um, not having meaningful uh, days, uh, work to do. And I then, then I, I began to work more at this radio station and things just... Um, catapulted into like lots of work good work and meaningful work and that filled me so it wasn't a vision but I'm wondering father if many people out there listening might have felt this emptiness or this same thing that Bill Wilson had this you know addiction or whatever but what about the idea of 
of it being engaged in something that we love that brings joy is that um, that's healing in itself is it not I th- yes it is and it's I think what when we when we feel our life is creative then we're becoming like God see we're joyful and God has given us a gift to give to other people and people respond to it and so we get feedback and so God's love is working through all of those situations. He's working in the people that receive what we have to give. He's working in ourselves that are giving that. And we love to give it because it's received, etc. So it builds us up and it lets us see that God has given us many gifts. And ultimately, when, when we see these deep wounds in ourselves, if they do get healed, we become healers for other people who have similar wounds. You know, like even in AA, you have sponsors, and the sponsors are more experienced in letting the transformation have affect their lives. Mm-hmm. And so they're growing in that love. So they begun, they get more free as they hand that on to others. And so Bill Wilson had a, men, a number of very good points that uh, are part of the healing process, namely the need to give it away, mm-hmm. the need to share the healing with others because that's like God again. It's like God's generosity is that he gives. And the people who are able to give like that often get healed in the process of the giving. (laughs) (laughs) So, Father, so I'm pretty, I'm going back to where I was, which is being in a desert or being in the throes of an addiction or being feeling sorry for yourself and not having meaningful work, all of those things, when something uh, happens to give you an outlet or it it gives you purpose or you find joy in something, it yes. brings you out of yourself, and that is the gift, is it not? Is is that is that what God is doing? Is His grace? Yes, God is love, and love is a relationship, and so we have to be in relationship, and not just any old relationship, but a relationship with what's life giving to us that takes us in the direction of giving our life for other people, and of receiving it from them. So when we're, that's why I say that our our joy is really modeled on God's very being. When we become like God, we receive love, we hand on love, the gifts that we have, we share with others, and that we want that spread. So we have children, we have community that we're part of, and we build on that community. So we're sharing God's creativity, and we rejoice in creativity. We rejoice when we have a, a poem written or a story written we want people to receive it and when they receive it that brings more joy so that all of that is healing and it it forms us more and more into the image of what god created us to be like god and so becoming like god is to give ourselves away is that it is that's it i mean that's (laughs) what he does and in giving he receives (laughs) Mm -hmm. so god is infinite giving and infinite Mm -hmm. receiving and sharing everything with us. But yet I feel like it's such a grace, Father, because when I was sitting at home feeling sorry for myself, being tired and taking naps, um, I feel like God somehow, it, it was like Bill Wilson's vision. It was outside of me that something happened to give me this new focus. 
this new work. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, I didn't say, now listen, I'm going to go and do this and I'm, therefore I'm going to be happy. It just kind of happened to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is always drawing us into being like God. <laughs> so providence, he uses other people. Mm -hmm. He uses all sorts of things to draw us out of ourselves. Mm -hmm. It might be that, you know, we, we, our kids have grandchildren and then you're taking care of the grandchildren and like grandparents delight in their mm -hmm. <laughs> grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And so it gives them a second life, you know, mm -hmm. sort of mm -hmm. a, a meaning for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's it's, it's a beautiful thing the way God does that. It's good if we people would just write that down and, and see all the ways that God has drawn you out of yourself and into love. But also there's an aspect of God's love which is totally committed and we have to learn to hold on to that even in spite of difficulties. Because but he does. What I'm hearing and what our listeners must well, might be rejoicing in is that we don't have to do anything. God gives it to us. It's like, it's a gift. It's pure gift. It is a gift. We need to recognize it and, and accept it. Mm -hmm. And then step out in response to it, you know. It's yes. like, uh, we had a charismatic conference and one of the people, you know, was living a rather secular life and then she was touched by the Spirit and then really gave herself to the Lord. And then, as as she was moving, she would be given little nudges, like prison came to her. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so she asked God, do you want me to do something with prisons? And it seemed like he did. So she started visiting the women's prison, and she did that for 15 years. Every week would go and oh, visit the prison. Oh, that's beautiful, Father minister to the people but they were ministering to her too so they of were course. in other words drawing her out of herself into love father and that's <laughs> that that's that's the beautiful way to conclude this part of it we have some <laughs> prayer requests father i hate to rush the ending here but would you okay. consider praying for the following people there i'm going to name them all at once and then you could okay. play for them um, okay. there's rosemary a friend of ours uh, for, at wsfi who had a stroke there's Pat with colon cancer, Brendan who has seizures, and Dory's five children. She works for WSFI. There's Rory who is asking for a new job for his kid to support his kids. And then there's um, another email um, it, from Julian who is asking for prayers for his family who are in all sorts of degrees of needs of healing uh, and help. Okay. I did, who was after Brendan? Is that Rory? Uh, Br Dor Dory, Dory. That's uh, uh, Dory, who works for WSFI. Her five children, her Joy. grown children. Dory. Okay. Dory. Yeah. Okay, so Lord, we just pray for all of these people that have asked for prayers, each one from something different. You know, Lord, what each one needs. And so we raise them up to you. And you delight in our asking, Lord, because you want to share with us your healing love. And so we ask that you open them up to receive it, that you open them to your guidance, because every issue is a little different, and God will give us clues as to what to pray for. We open them up to all of those situations, Lord, 
and we pray that your love would be poured out upon them. We give you thanks and praise, Lord, because your spirit is creative and it can create out of nothing. We just ask that you would bring healing to them and I pray for that in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, thank, thank you, you for a wonderful show. God bless you. on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.